Welcome to Transformation in 10, bringing you expert insights for navigating the transformations impacting application delivery. This podcast is presented by Tricentus and brought to life by our special guests across the quality, DevOps, cloud, and business worlds. Hello, listeners. It's your host, Emma, and I'm really excited to introduce our guest today. It is Monday, so I must be excited. We are joined <laughs> by Adam Satterfield, who you can hear laughing there. He's Senior Director of Engineering Enablement at Global Payments. Adam is a bona fide expert in software testing, having dominated the sphere for over 20 years across a wide array of industries such as SaaS, telecom, mobile, healthcare, and finance. And <laughs> to take a breath there, a super <laughs> warm welcome, Adam. How are you? Yeah, thanks. Uh, I'm excited to be here. I've watched some of your previous podcasts and, you know, had a lot of really good talks there. So I'm excited to do this one. Excellent. I like that you said prior to this that you're ready to attack the week. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, you got to get up and just, you know, go for it. I'm not a big fan of dragging into Mondays. You know, I prefer to (laughs) to start things off with a bang. Yeah, let's start start with a punch here. So just for our listeners, this is the final episode of our test management talk series. This is where we are talking to leaders in the field who strategize and implement test case management at enterprise level and do it very well. And what a way to wrap up with you, Adam. You've partnered with us for many years uh, whilst managing a portfolio of testing teams and applications at both Global Payments and Anthem. These are two hugely successful US-based companies, both well into their digital transformation journeys, providing a very slick experience to hundreds and thousands and probably more customers looking to meet their financial and healthcare needs. So let's start with an idea of Global Payments. So at Global, I understand you work with a thousand plus testers and they're located all over the world from the UK yep. to Ukraine, Colombia, probably best to say where, where aren't they located. And you're primarily <laughs> using <laughs> primarily using DevOps, uh, which makes sense given the fact that the payments that you facilitate are indeed yep. global. Could you share how you manage testing your portfolio across those geos? Yeah, um, and it definitely can be very you know challenging, especially these days with COVID. So it used to be, you know, when you were kind of managing the portfolio and having conversations, it would be you and maybe a few folks in a room and then a large portion of that team also in a singular location. Now it's multiple people spread across multiple different locations, most of them working from home still, you know, across the world. So I would say what we try to do is still have a little bit of a human touch. So we kind of like begin every conversation with, hey, how are things going? You know, what have you been up to? How was your weekend? Mm-hmm. To really kind of keep that human touch and, and make sure you kind of have that that same connection. You know, with that, one of the things that we always like to do as well is, you know, make sure you're leveraging your cloud tools. So, you know, mm-hmm. your chats, things like Confluence or um, Slack or whichever you use to try to keep conversations mm-hmm. going and communication flowing. Yeah. You know, I really think that Communication was super important pre-COVID, and it's even more so important now. And if you don't have that communication, you know, that's when things really, really tend to break down. Mm. I like that you lead in with the people aspect because there's, there's so many things you could have mentioned here, like process and tooling. But I think that is it's so critical. And of course, the tools that you use, they require people engagement. <laughs> yep. You know, like it's not yep. like, you know, an AI, an AI world is something that, you know, in, in, in many aspects people are responding to. But the fact is we are nowhere, we're not there yet. And for a lot of the, the testing that needs to be done. The fact is that it's people-driven. Yeah, it's very people-driven. And, and especially these days, I mean, I think we all can recognize that the market's very weird, <laughs> you know, with uh, <laughs> people leaving and coming and going. You know, and the old thing stays true is I gave a talk a while back and one of the big studies, I think it was Gartner or someone had done, is over 70% of the people who leave a job do so because of their leader. 
So when you look at something like that, and it's already hard enough to have people, you know, and hire people, Mm. you've got to maintain that personal Mm. touch and show a very human side of the work that you're doing. And yeah, yeah, process is important. Tools are incredibly important. But yeah, without the people to do the work, uh, it's just a tool that sits by itself. Cool. And this leads into my next question, actually, because uh, I've already touched on primarily the people aspect, but are there any other consistent best practices or principles that you've applied across the various roles you've had? For example, you know, I've mentioned some of the companies, but you've led QA and testing teams at VP yep. and director level. And a lot of these companies share common ground in that they are all up against strict compliance uh, and security measures. So mm-hmm. I'm interested to kind of zoom in a little bit and see what principles you're applying there. There's really two core principles that I apply pretty much to every team that I work on. The first and probably the simplest is always take a risk-based approach. You know, we're all very familiar in the testing world of like the testing squeeze uh, when we get to the end of a project and, you know, we have to start ripping things out, you know, as if we're flying the plane and trying to throw out the seats and luggage to make sure we, uh, you know, have enough gas to get to our location. Um, you know, you know, if you don't understand a risk-based approach, you don't really know what's the most important thing to test. Yeah. You don't know what's most important for your customers uh, or yeah. your business. So that's really the first. And the second is... If you're an application tester, you really need to live or die by OWASP. So that is the organization that defines, you know, the best practices for security testing mm-hmm. for web mm-hmm. applications. Absolutely critical if you're a tester and you don't know what the OWASP top 10 are, which here's a hint. They've just recently changed. They're coming into their new model for 2021, 2022. So if you are using OWASP, make sure you take a look at those changes. Um, and if you're not, you really need to take some time to learn that. Nice. That's great. That, that's specific advice. And it's funny, that's not the first plain analogy I've heard today. <laughs> I was speaking to the manager <laughs> earlier about don't focus so much on the peanuts, you know, like you want to keep your customers. You know, I always have to go so granular, like think about it, you know, keep that engine running. <laughs> yep. I think with travel being as crazy as it is, there's, yeah. there's like planes are always like top of mind for folks. Yes. Um, mentioned a bit about the, the cloud applications that you've worked on. And you do have a lot of experience there. Specifically, you worked at a company, Better Cloud. You were there Better for two cloud. years. Yep. Yeah, KMS technology. But of course, I mean, that's specifically cloud-based software, but all of the roles that you've been at, I'm sure, have had cloud aspects. Um, These days, yes. Yes, exactly. It's an area which is paramount, but it is somewhat daunting. So what are the key components when tackling testing in the cloud, do you think? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I think from a, a tester and a DevOps standpoint, you really have to learn some cloud fundamentals. There's mm-hmm. so much free training out there that there's really no reason not to. I mean, it used to be when you wanted to run some software testing or run an application, you partner with the infrastructure team and they kind of made the magic happen. And then, you know, boom, your application is ready to go. Now there's much more of an ownership for mm-hmm. the entire team, really, to understand the underlying cloud infrastructure where your application is running, how that Mm -hmm. interacts. A great example that we can use is uh, Kubernetes or Mm -hmm. Docker, which, you know, I'm a a big believer that Kubernetes, Docker, containerization, you know, all these Mm -hmm. orchestrations of of containers, Mm -hmm. it really can help testers in the way you run your applications, Mm -hmm. the way Mm -hmm. you do your browser testing. Got a specific example when, you know, we were at a, a previous place where we would spin up a container overnight, run all of our application testing, our all performance testing um, on that container, and then we're able to tear everything down. And then mm-hmm. after after we got our results, and it wound up saving you know tens of thousands of dollars you know wow. per month by wow. not having an environment that was continually stood up. So, wow. um, so there's things you can do in the cloud that will really help benefit you. So, yeah, yeah I would say 
there's really no excuse as a tester these days to not have at least a fundamental knowledge yeah. uh, with so much free training available. Definitely. Um, I spoke with Tracy Reagan a few months ago now. She is the CEO of Deploy Hub and she get, she gave our listeners a good kind of one-on-one in, in Kubernetes. And that was fascinating. It was a nice. real technical deep dive, but it was, it's necessary. I mean, knowing that you're getting that, you're profiting that much that you're turning around, yep. you know, you're saving tens and thousands of dollars. <laughs> it's not, it's yep. not a small yep. amount. So if, if that's not a good, no, not. A, a good appeal to, to, to check that out, then I'm not sure what is. And yeah, as you say, look at those real cloud fundamentals. There's a lot of free training out there. Yep. Um, I spoke with Sonia Lawrence. She also had experience in the, the healthcare field. She said that, you know, as you step into the cloud, your responsibility increases. So on all fronts, you want to make sure that your data is collected yep. and whether it's the perimeter, user admin, that is really important to establish responsibilities and accountability uh, as well. Yeah. And I mean, I think that goes along with, you know, pretty much every tester nowadays needs to be a security tester you know, at least have that kind of fundamental knowledge. And a lot of that is due to the cloud, right? There's a lot of capabilities that teams now have the ability to do that potentially mm -hmm. they didn't. And if you don't have that good security base, uh, yeah. it, it can really damage uh, your company. I mean, we've seen all the hacks mm -hmm. and stuff that have happened recently. Yes. And it's really damaging to a company's reputation. Mm -hmm. Certainly it makes people sit up and <laughs> think again. Yes. <laughs> It's so refreshing to chat with Adam with his balanced perspective on the human touch, from checking in personally with his teams to being conscious about the value that being a great leader brings. It's helpful to hear that taking a risk-based approach has always served Adam well when tackling security and compliance, and he's certainly full of top tips. Two of them so far, one, application testers, check out OWASP, that's O-W-A-S-P, a free online resource featuring best practice for security testing, and two, if you're testing in the cloud, take the time to learn the fundamentals. Stay tuned for part two of my chat with Adam to hear plenty more nuggets of advice and reflections on 2021. Many thanks for listening. Until next airtime.